your message will be now the first message of the new episode. You fucking do my head in, Phil Gard. Poor guy, real life hero. I won't be watching it because I'm fucking arsed. Potatoes, potatoes, I suppose. Thank you for not a 20 minute message about nothing. Love you long time, bro. No one listens to this, so I can say you're wasted. That's all I'll say. You're wasted. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, creatures of all kinds. I just listened back to some of the messages. I think wifey's going for a shower. It's getting starting to get interesting now. Just asking for a friend, but can I smell Phil's Nan's wind up vibrator? Phil's Nan's wind up vibrator. On this week's episode, Phil's Nan's wind up vibrator. I'll be mainly hiding in a bush. Phil's Nan's wind up vibrator. Maybe that's what Nick does after he's walking back from the movies. Phil's Nan's wind up. What's up? Joe's fucking dead. You want to leave a message? Well, say no more, Squire. No one expects a Spanish Inquisition. Well, I don't know what's going on with me uh, microphone. I think it's because I had my AirPods in. Anyway, welcome to the new episode of What's Up, the podcast that no one asks for and no one listens to. <laughs> I uh, I come up with another character. Uh, <laughs> Derek Pop <laughs> from New York. He's a he's a big businessman who wants to be president of the United States. Derek Pop. <laughs> Quaffy. Oh hey. <laughs> Everybody says <laughs> Oh hey. I want a coffee. Get me a coffee. Can someone give me a coffee? I'm trying to not sound like Maul Endo. I'm trying to sound like Matt. My real name, Derek Pop. I want to be president of the USA. Can you make it happen for me? Go and get me a bagel. I need a bagel and a coffee. Can I finger someone? Oh my God, did I just say that loud? I like to grab pussy. Did I just say that out loud? Stop me talking. Anyway, I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm Derek Pop. The future president of the USA. President. I might have a speech impediment. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, hey, I'm Derek Pop. <laughs> I've got a poppy and a peanut butter allergy. <laughs> when I have peanut butters, I pull my pants. I pull my pants all over the show. And then that's when I go on the television and I say, Oh, hey, I'm Derek Pop. I want to be your friend. Let me be your friend. I'm going to depart you. If you're brown, you're going down. <laughs> if you're gay, get in the hay. 
if you're Mexican, don't come back again. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Anyway, I'm Derek Pop. Derek Pop. I'm Derek Pop. Yeah, you heard me first time. I'm an attorney at law. No, I'm not. I'm a a businessman. I've got a speech impediment. And I like cheese and onion crackers. Are they a thing? If they're not, invent them. Because I'm going to eat them. I'm going to buy all the cheese and onion crackers. I'm going to whir them on my face. I'm just going to whir. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Because I'm sitting here. In London. On some fucking nobody's bench. Yeah, you heard me right. I'm sitting here on a bench. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. All right, mate. Um, fucking hell, mate. Penthouse. You ain't done bad. You're too bad. Oh, you're on the 13th floor. You ain't done too bad yourself. Maybe that's the voice. Maybe that's the voice. I'm Derek Pop, the future president. Pois president. I might have a speech impediment. Let's have a listen. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Over to you in the office, in the, in the studio, in the WhatsApp studio. That pesky wabbit, if I find that pesky wabbit, I'm going to want it over. Someone get me some cheese and onion bagels. Yeah, you heard me first time. I want a bagel, cheese and onion. Someone shouting. Oh, someone on a scooter's just nearly been knocked over by a man on a bike. Wow. He's looking menacingly, but pedalling on nonetheless. So, like, you know, I'm in the centre of London and I'm hungry. So where do you go? You go to Sainsbury's, mate. You go to Aldi. You go to Netto. You go to Lidl. You go to Tesco. You don't go to um, the Duchy Cabana restaurant or the Yves Saint Laurent bar. You go and you get fish sticks, 16, and a whole cucumber for a grand total price of £2.10. £2.10, any cucumber, 16 fish sticks up my ass. So that's what you do. Do it every time. Everyone will be going, what the fuck? But you know what? £2.10. I'd have won that fucking Singapore race because I'd have just been shitting fish sticks for fucking two weeks or whatever, a month. You know the dance. Hello people, how are you doing? I'm on my way now home from my um, my Drake music day. I don't know why I'm talking in a silly voice. Craig started with the silly characters and I thought I'd introduce Percy. Uh, he doesn't have a second name, it's just just Percy to you. Uh, what the fuck am I doing? Anyway, pardon me. Yeah, I've just finished my busy Monday. Um, and I'm on my way to drop off some shit at home and pick up some shit from home and drive up to Inverness for the technical rehearsal for my show um, then book, well, to first book into my room for the week um, it's a week's jolly um, I just heard I've got my interview for my job on Thursday which will be a sit down and a cup of tea because I'm the only I'm the only interviewee apparently somebody else did apply but they can't interview them because they don't have a music qualification what the fuck are you doing applying for a classroom music teacher post if you don't have a music qualification? I don't even know if they had a teaching qualification, but that's kind of irrelevant if you don't have a music qualification anyway. Um, 
what was I going to say? Uh, oh yeah, I had an idea, but I can't remember what it was now. Oh, uh, first of all, I did try. I'm sorry, I have to apologise. I did. I tried my hard. Well, I didn't try my hardest actually. I tried a little bit. I um, I flicked on um, Channel Four uh, probably about three quarters of an hour before the England-Ukraine match, just to just to see if I could get into it. And to be honest. I got, I got about 30 seconds into the punditry and I thought, I really can't be arsed with this and put podcasts on instead. But, I don't know. Maybe it's just because they do that all that hour of bullshit beforehand, don't they? I quite enjoy the excitement of a good match. It's just all of that kind of... I mean, basically, they were just filling time. It was just a guy, uh, an English football guy, speaking to, I think, I think it was a Ukraine fan, um, and just saying about how Engl- how football is such a, uh, a an important part of English life, and I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake! Sorry, I've been I'm, not, I'm doing it again. I don't, I'm not meaning to insult you guys. I do get it. I do. I used to get. In fact, one of the reasons that I probably stopped watching um, the World Cup and stuff was because I just used to get annoyed. I just used to get angry and stressed and just like, sort of, I just couldn't cope with it, especially when it came to penalties. It was like, for fuck's sake, not again. So, uh, yeah, I, I just had to go with, um, I just couldn't deal with the stress. So, what was it I was going to ask? Yes, uh, speaking of uh, seafood sticks and cucumber, which I thought to myself, do you know, if, if you're not doing it right, then you're not doing it right. To me, if you're going to eat seafood sticks and cucumber, what you need to do is get like a, a section of cucumber, maybe chop up like a sort of half penis length um, bit of cucumber, about, that's probably about six inches, um, and then cut it perpendicularly so that you've got like two um, 3D sort of semicircles of cucumber, and then put the seafood stick in the middle so you've got like a sandwich with the seafood stick in the middle of the cucumber and then squash it down so i mean you could go to that go to the hassle of hollowing out like a rectangular hollow part in the cucumber but i got a funny feeling if you put a seafood stick into a bisected cucumber and then squash the two halves of cucumber together that it's probably gonna make its own space inside the cucumber if you don't get green juice flowing out all over your hands and making making a mess all over the place it's coming and oozing and oh it's just just dirty and it smells of fish as well which is a bonus anyway yes most disgusting combinations of food what is the most disgusting combination of food that you have had and i'm going to start the ball rolling with a favorite of mine when i used to get back home from school and there's a bit of backstory to this so when i was seven my dad tried to suffocate my mum with a pillow so they split up um honesty there um yeah they had a divorce when i was seven and thank fuck because he was an angry bastard and i didn't he's dead now but um there you go that went down a rabbit hole quickly so yeah that during the six months or so after that or maybe it was a year i don't know i was young you can't you can't remember time scales at that age um we went to live with my granddad and he used to come to school, uh, to my junior school, to pick me up, and we used to get the bus back together. And that was when you could smoke on buses. This is why I, I got hooked on smoking before I was even 
before I'd even had a cigarette um, because I loved the smell of smoke because my granddad smoked and it was a safe and secure environment compared to the um, sort of trauma of the home environment I'd had before. So, um, which involved various bits of violence and, and stuff that you probably don't want to know about, but now you do, it's a tough shit. Anyway, might explain a fair amount about my personality maybe, who knows. Well, that was odd. Anyway, um, yes, we got on the bus. We used to go up to the top deck where it was filled with smoke. And I used to sit behind um, a girl called Lisa who had pigtails. She was blonde and had pigtails. And I used to pull her pigtails and then look the other way as though I wasn't um, doing anything. Um, not in a nasty way. I was only flirting. I mean, I was about seven, like I said. So, you know, um, although, I, yeah, this is going down a rabbit hole. I don't want to go down. Um, but it involves uh, a cousin and something that she shouldn't have done when I was there on holiday once and, and it rubbing off on me and and then yeah let, let's not I, I'm not sure I should for oh, fuck's sake what have I opened this is a can of worms isn't it delete that no just do what you like with it anyway uh, where was I yes so the long and short of it is that we used to get back to my granddad's house and I oh yeah we used to apparently we used to have an, an, an argument I used to argue with him and we used to fall out and every day I would then make myself a sandwich and go through to the front room remember that your parents always had a fr your grandparents they had a front room where the telly was um, and that was the posh room you didn't really use it that much nobody ate in the front room that was where you went for Christmas with the front room with the TV in it um, and it always had a radio times or a TV times or both at the time uh, and I do remember one Christmas actually sitting and typing out because I was really into my typewriters at that age a mechanical typewriter no less um, all of the Christmas films because there were only three channels at that time so it didn't take too long but all of the Christmas films in chronological order for when they were showing so I had to go through sort them all out fucking hell I was autistic wasn't I uh, well not that you can have a was but yeah um, sorting them all out um, catalogued by start time with a column for what channel it was on um, and the title and everything and I don't know why I did that but there you go. Um, pardon me. It was to provide a brochure of films, I think, for for the family. Where was it? Yeah, the sandwich. Yes, I used to go through and watch Flash Gordon, the old black and white Flash Gordon, every day on telly. And um, I would take with me a, a sandwich. Now, there are some contestants for this. I've had Kit Kat sandwiches with, like, thick thick butter that, that squeezes in between the, the Kit Kat fingers grooves. I had those. Um, the Mars bar sandwich is quite nice. Apple and sugar, you slice up apple and coat it and just like sprinkle sugar all over it. Apple and sugar sandwiches, they're nice. But this one was the one that I used to love when I was a little kid. Um, and I've tried it as an adult and it made me want to hurl. It was, are you ready? A sandwich with, in it, beef spread, tomato sauce, brown sauce and chopped up into eighths um, pickled onions there you go that was my weird one um, and I know you've all got questions about the cousin story now and I'm probably going to end up having to tell it to you but um, that, that's for another time anyway uh, what, what can you disgust me with food wise 
Got a question for everyone. Can everyone remember their first family holiday and where it was? Can they remember their favourite holiday and who it's with and where it was? And can they remember their worst holiday, where it was, who they were with, and tell us why it was so bad? I'll do mine once I've heard someone else's. Oh, then, Phil. First family holiday was Florida. 
Uh, what will we go for the worst next? Um, oh, I've forgotten. I thought about it a minute ago and I've forgotten. No, no, I remember now. It was, um, it was actually, um, again, didn't have much money because I'd just moved up here. We'd, uh, it must have been a year or two after I moved up here, early noughties, and we went to stay in a caravan in Fort William. Um, we'd driven over there. Um, I mean, again, I'm with Craig in that defined worst, because overall, I suppose, this is the worst one, but there were still some really nice family moments that I cherish. But um, it was um, when my, my kids were um, very little. Um, my, my daughter was just about uh, walking and my son as he was then now Elwing although that's debatable it's always been Elwing or something I don't know it confuses me but anyway um, he, they had just been born uh, well just been born they were kind of shuffling around um, but my stepdaughter was going through some serious issues at the time I don't know whether or not we, we suspect that she's got some autistic traits but um, she was never um, serious enough or, or um, disruptive enough at school to, to ever get a diagnosis and um, it's all worked out fine in the end and we get on great now but but she had um, some serious kind of tantrums and um, basically meltdowns which we had no fucking idea how to deal with um, because we hadn't been through all of that diagnosis situation. By the time Elwin got diagnosed, we were a bit more familiar with how to cope with it all. Um, although it does take a long time to kind of get used to. But um, yeah, that we ended up actually driving back to um, driving back home halfway through and abandoning the holiday and having a. Uh, an in-depth kind of moderated discussion with the in-laws um, and then ended up going back to complete the holiday but um, because we were so poor at the time I don't realize actually looking back how, how much we've struggled for money over the years both as, as a, a kid in a family and also um, in my early, you know in my early adulthood and, and early marriage kind of situation um, yeah, we, we ended up having to um, close down. We, we took, it was a good job we did go home because we, we knew we were going to run out of money. So we took our post office savings account books with us and had to close the accounts while we were in Fort William so that we could afford to fill up the car to get back home again at the end of the holiday. But um, we went to see some nice places while we were over there. Um, <clears throat> so there were some nice moments. Best holiday ever, definitely 2018, um, Florida, Disney World. We knew, we, we splurged and because we, we knew it was going to be the last time we went on a big family holiday with the kids. Um, and we spent a fortnight in um, Caribbean Beach Resort. Um, we, I think if I did it again now, we would stay on site all the time, but we basically, we got the park tickets for everywhere, went to Universal, did Halloween Horror Nights twice, went to SeaWorld, went to Bush Gardens, went to Cape, uh, Cape Kennedy, 
um, went to the Disney outlet place, um, did all the parks and finished off with two nights in New York on the way home which the kids found out about um, at our last night meal at Be Our Guest. We told them that we were stopping off in New York on the way home um, and went to see Anastasia on Broadway and finished off with Hamilton on Broadway in the third row. Um, yeah, it's just brilliant, amazing. Um, yeah, that, that's it. I've answered your questions, can I fuck off now? Morning all, I am now walking my dog. Walk up, woke up, walk up. Same when you're walking, woke up I suppose. <laughs> woke up to saw the news of um, Paul O'Grady, the man who played Lily Savage. Kind of shocking, I um, haven't watched any of his stuff for years, but I remember the era when he was on everything taking over the TVs. Um, kind of shocking. But it sounds like there was nothing wrong with him. So, Shane, just 67 years old. But back to the good topic, we were talking about... Um, my first holiday that I can remember, because if you know me, anybody, I have a brain like a sieve. And it was to, as I was going to say, it was to um, Ibiza. Sorry, I'm just watching my dog. Yep, you can for a week. <laughs> so, Ibiza, could have been worse, could have been a book. But anyway, it was to Ibiza, and I remember being young and going across the beaches just with my brothers. Now, you think, I must have been about five, six years old. And no parents with us, we just went across the beaches at night time. Not a care in the world, no one thought anything about it. How the world's changed, eh? And I remember one bit of that holiday very well because um, I wasn't the best swimmer at the time. And it's probably, for the rest of my life, made me a pretty bad swimmer and put me off of swimming. I was in the pool, I think I got cramp. And then... All of a sudden, boom, I start sinking. No one's noticing, there's no lifeguard in the pool at the hotel. But my eldest brother, the one who does have autism, so he's always turned on seeing things around, jumps into the pool and gets me out. That is not the first time in my life I've nearly drowned as well. I've nearly done it at um, Buckham Park, Crawley. This one wasn't because of cramp or anything, it's because I was in shock. I was right next to the pond bit. It all looked flat, but this is little special hole thing they've got in there for some reason on the bridge bit not on the bridge it's like the lake bit goes underneath but I'd have to show a video to explain it better but I walked forward and boom all of a sudden I'm in like eight foot of water going down 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 and the worst thing is either I remember this I'm seeing a water snake swimming towards me and all of a sudden the lady who we with walking her dogs literally comes underwater herself, drags me out, gets out herself, so that's probably why I'm not a very good swimmer anymore, I've got a phobia, maybe I should really get over that and try and sort of get out of it, just thinking about it, it's probably why, anyway, so that was the first holiday I be for, I did actually enjoy the holiday though, it was one of my favourite holidays and probably made me realise why, at this age I do love places like Tenerife as well, um, so that was a I would say that is the first and worst holiday I've ever had. So two mixed in together. Obviously my best ones. Um, I can't really have one best. It's impossible. I love my holidays in Tenerife. I love the family. But I also love doing the um, holidays with my mates as well, like Danny and that. Um, some of the best holidays I've ever had is meeting up with mates. Just like Orlando when I met Simon and you lot. And Tenerife, I meet Simon as well. 
last September, a year ago, I can't remember how long ago it was now, I have too many holidays people, seriously I think in a 15 month period this year I've had a, seven holidays, what's a bit excessive and I need to calm down on them, so for me I asked a silly question like that and I didn't really have an answer myself thinking about it, so the worst was with the first and the best have been many, so he's just wondering if anyone else's has been, oh, actually, no, I'll tell you my worst, fucking Cyprus, fuck me, that's why, I'm trying to get it out of my memory, we went with my mate Danny to there, we got a wicked deal, got an EasyJet voucher off a free mobile, so we built, we booked Cyprus, I didn't know anything about Cyprus, didn't do my homework, just booked it up, we were out there in a couple of months, anyway, we went off season, yeah, that's a bad part to start, so, we saw all the villas, there's like hundreds and hundreds of villas, no one in them, it's like a walking dead city, but we're in a hotel right next to them, so it's not too bad. The hotel looks beautiful, we get into it, the artwork's a bit weird, it's like demons um, killing and raping um, naked people, but you know, I do rest, we'll ignore that, that's just artwork, good for them. And then I realised we're also in an old people's home basically. When I'm the youngest there, and Danny's the second youngest, and Danny's was 55 at the time, that's very worrying. Um, there was nothing to do. The restaurants that were open were absolutely shit. The, the beer was fucking shit. The weather was okay, but it was just fucking boring. So that is officially the worst, and it's made me never go back to Cyprus. So I hope everyone's having a great day, and I'm going to keep on with this dog walk. Please tell me everyone's up to date on Mandalorian. Oh my goodness me. The, uh, oh, I can't say nothing, but when you see things, what you see, and you know what you're seeing, wow, because you know, you know what's coming. Oh my God. Goodness me. Holy moly, mother of Turkish toast. Uh Again, very quiet in here, isn't it, Phil? It's only me and you. What the fuck are these bellends doing that they're so busy that they can't fucking just talk into a phone? Um, I'm looking forward. Although I think I'm working is Man City Liverpool at 12 o'clock kickoff or the morning kickoff on Saturday, whatever. I think I'll miss most of it. Which I'm not asked about because we'll get fucking tonked. I mean, the team that done United 7-0 goes to Bournemouth and gets done 1-0. It's now got to go to Man City and get a result. I mean, we've already beat them once this season. But strange, strange Liverpool team, this. Strange things are happening. Um, I'm excited for more Lando. Uh, all the old episodes that I'm sharing have dropped now so there's no more now until the new episode on the 1st of April I've already recorded a interview with Kevin Curtis Allen I mean it's an hour and 40 minutes long which is very um, that after dark Morlando generally was an hour long if that so I might put that out as a solo episode I don't know I don't know um, I don't know. Done a little uh, episode of Everybody's Got One Day, just with. Um, I mean, we're, we're merging the two shows, as everyone knows. We're just trying to get the name right. It's funny. I've put I've put the vote on um, Twitter, and I've put the vote on the 
Facebook group and nobody's voting for Dick's one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, parks after dark. It's got to be theme parks after dark if you're going to do that, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there was nothing wrong with this after dark, was there? <laughs> this and that after dark. <laughs> yeah. This and that after dark. Oh. Oh, I don't know. This and that after dark, a Disney and Universal fan podcast. Fucking hell, I always have the best ideas, don't I? Um, just messing with me very long hair. Very long hair. Did a 20-mile bike ride this afternoon. The longest bike ride I've done for quite some time. I'm sure I'll suffer tonight with my... Oh, horrific hips. Oh, no, it's... Boy. 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 What was his name? Fucking hell, I've got dementia or something. I can see him coming now. Oh. oh, someone's running around. What's going on over there? Wifey's just ran out. Lots of women moving around. Oh, she's just got back in. Very strange. Oh, someone ran upstairs now. Um, yeah, everybody's got one. Uh, this year, what do you boys think? John Wick or the Mission Impossible films which one would you start I think I'm thinking Mission Impossible and then we can alternate Mission Impossible John Wick Mission Impossible John Wick Mission Impossible John Wick that type of stuff I don't know me and Nick are going to watch them and talk about them amongst other things I don't really know Oh, Mavis. Um, I mean, I think Paul Brill's got an Android phone, but Paul, man, uh, um, I think everyone's into classical music without knowing they're into classical music because we all listen to classical music without knowing <coughs> that we're listening to classical music because it's in all the films and everything that we love watching. Um, but... Apple Music Classical has launched the last couple of days. And I found myself listening to classical music while I'm in the house. Oh, it's stirring stuff, isn't it? Um, so they've done their, they bought a, a, a classical music app about three years ago. They teased it that it was coming next year. Last year even, didn't come. It's just come now. But because obviously, you know, like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony or whatever it's called, uh, will have been recorded 2,000 times by different people over the ages. Um, the recordings of them it just wouldn't marry up well. So you can listen to um, whatever version of it you want, as long as, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Different um, orchestras, different... Uh, men with the wibbly sticks at the front all that type of stuff so yeah, do you know what right pretty solid app pretty solid app I, I, I'd love to be proper into classical music because I'd be losing my shit now yeah a fucking Apple fanboy aren't I all I do is talk about Apple products 
Oh, you fucking Apple product cunt. Oh, you proper Apple twat. I think wifey's going for a shower. Bow chicka wow wow.